brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford and I'm delighted to be joined by Chris Skolt. Scully, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I love being here and I've really learned a lot today. Well, you have caused a right old stink <laughs> out there in the country. With a, I mean, we, don't want to, we don't want to give away what happens in this, but Chris, I think it's fair to say today was a day of enlightenment. A total enlightenment. It's changed my world. It's like uh, there's been part... I, things will never be the same for me because of this show. Yes, we, we, we had a discussion that off-air that led to a discussion on-air about a father and son that I thought was fairly obvious for a well-known father and son, but it was news to you. Yeah. And then we spoke about a type of food. I don't think you're convinced still. Yeah, I'm not convinced. OK, well, look, listen to what happens. We'll see you on the other side. Let us know what you think. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Scully's back! I'm back, baby! <laughs> so good to see you again, mate. Ah, Ford, it's only been a couple of weeks and look, back in his chair. just fits, fits perfectly around my behind. <laughs> Thank God, I had no idea what yeah. you are going to say then. Yeah, well... It was the fact that you said B like that and I was like, oh, where's this going? <laughs> what sort of awful cockney phrase is this man going to use? Uh, well... Chris, a whole day of red-hot Premier League Championship and Scottish action. And here's the preview. It's now 18 years since Kanye West dropped his seminal college dropout <laughs> album. And in our lunchtime kickoff, which is Brighton versus Liverpool, I gotta testify. <laughs> Liverpool looking extra fly. They lead 2-0. Only three Premier League games today on account of all the European football midweek. Highlights of which included Gabriel Jesus walking City into the quarterfinals of the Champions League against Sporting Lisbon. And another chapter in the life of Pablo Fornals as West Ham succumbed to a closely fought 1-0 defeat to Sevilla in the Europa League and the huge news this week has been the freeze of Abramovich's assets at Stamford Bridge as it all falls down <laughs> under a raft of sanctions. Could relegation threaten as they face a worrying wait till they get their money right a new owner surely beckons and Chelsea could get it right if you ask me. If I were them I would be calling Michael Ashley. But back to today and at 3pm there's a mother flipping monster game at the bottom with Brentford at home to Burnley. Two out of four teams who need to pick up points and hurry up right now as their fans can't wait much longer. <laughs> and in the evening kickoff, a resurgent, harder, better, faster, stronger Tottenham Hotspur are away to a lost in the world Manchester United <laughs> as the battle for Champions League football hots up. In the championship, first place Fulham have that number one champion sound. Far as goals, they've got a flock. You can tell that they rock, but they're currently losing 1-0 away to Barnsley <laughs> in another 12.30 kickoff. Mate. Elsewhere... Bournemouth could go second today, but they are messing with the broke, broke boys from Derby County at the Vitality Stadium. And also in the Championship, it pains me to say this team from South London shouldn't have all that power. But with 13 points for a possible 15 over their last five games, Millwall are living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it, doing better than anybody has ever seen do it. They could leapfrog their opponents, Middlesbrough, at the new den today in League One. Jesus, get a load of this huge top of the table clash we're bound to keep an eye on this one as second place third it's Wigan versus MK Dons who have five wins in five the Latics won't find this one easy nice. all that to look forward to all day all day with your hosts Chris Cole and Matt Ford on Absolute Radio's Rock and Roll Football 
Really? Genius! A work of sensational genius! There were several points in that where producer Will looked very nervous. <laughs> Mother flippers was one of them. <laughs> I think the whole country felt now. I think management were millimetres from the big red phone at that point. I mean, I would love to know what anyone over 40 made of that. <laughs> it would have sounded like it was in a foreign language. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. I've got to tell you something. I've got to tell you all something. <laughs> I bought something on the internet this week. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I bought myself a travel suitcase. It's down there, right? Yeah. Because I'm on tour at the moment, and I like to have a suitcase. My old little suitcase is broken. I think it's nice to have these new hard suitcases, yeah. you know, the plastic yeah. shell. And I didn't want to buy a black one, because I thought if I go abroad at any point, and let's not rule this out, on a baggage carousel, every time I'm there, I'm like, why do I keep buying black suitcases? Because they all look like each other's, right? And I have that real nervousness about someone picking my stuff up. Until I've got my suitcase, I'm not on holiday. Once I've got it off the carousel. So I buy a different colour. So I bought one that was called Rose Gold. That's what? quite cool, modern colour. bit flash. That's not on brand for you, Matt. <laughs> well, uh, well for, thanks. You can't, you, you can't carry that off. Well, it, it, it arrived. I mean, you can look at it down there, Scully. It's, it's not Rose Gold, is it? I mean, we know what colour that is. Oh, my... This is outrageous. What would you call that colour? I don't know. Well, it's kind of like... It's pink. Let's have it right. It's the same colour as those prawn foams you used to get in the cinema. You know, those <laughs> it actually looks like a massive prawn fo- like foam prawn thing. It yes. Is, it is gross. It, it's a horrible colour. Can, can, can I say something? I'm carting that thing around the country. I don't, I'm going to say it. I don't think this is a, that's the colour of a man's suitcase. Now, this is, this is partly what I was... I know it's 2022. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Oh, my word! Did that sound manly enough for you? <laughs> Go all out, Oakwell. Barnsley won. Fulham won. There's an equaliser top of the league. Fulham have pulled a goal back. You saw it coming in your yeah. intro. Yeah. Is it? I mean, I guess, obviously, it is OK for man to have a bit. You know what? I like a pink shirt. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I think, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, um, but I think I look good in a pink shirt. Pink shirt, blue jacket. Great, right? Yeah. Quite Simon Jordan. <laughs> Not that that means you should do it. But a pink suitcase, you're like, oh, man. I got on the train this morning, there's a load of Liverpool fans on it. I was like, oh, I hope they don't... <laughs> hope, they don't hope the big boys <laughs> don't see me with a pink suitcase. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... I've got to argue with you. Suitcases have to be black. Like, I have, I've have, i got a black suitcase rule in my family. Really? A few years ago, my, my wife went out and said, I'm going to get a suitcase. She bought an electric blue one. It was like it burned the retinas to look at it. That is not the colour a suitcase should be. Why do you want to express your style through a suitcase? You want to keep it as kind of vanilla as possible. Vanilla would have been a better no, colour, yeah. actually. <laughs> but text around 8, 12, 15, should I send it back? Yeah. Or no. should I stick with my pink slash rose gold suitcase? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, well, well. Pink gate rolls on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end up with a pink gate at this, this rate. Um, Taxi Sue from Ilston in Derbyshire says, I went to Mexico in January. Every other suitcase was rose gold. Stick with pink. Wow. That's the problem now. Actually, you're better off getting black because everyone's moving away from black to not have it. And then, oh, the tide's gone out, man. I've gone the wrong way at the wrong time. <laughs> 
I'm not sure it's rose, rose, rose gold. I don't agree with that. There's one other text as well. Yeah. Someone said, I bought a phone that was advertised as cloud orange, and when it was when it arrived, it was literally the colour of human flesh. I sent it back. Uh, that what? actually is more the colour of human flesh. It is. It's sort of, um... yeah, like people think you've done a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> So, fl- hang on, cloud orange. Yeah, that I don't understand. Well, like sunset. Orange, what, pale, like, a cloudy orange. Cl- oh, cloudy orange, maybe. But I thought they meant like an orange cloud. No, I think like a sunset, like a beautiful sunset, man. Oh, sunset orange. That'd be nice. <laughs> but apparently, the colour of human flesh isn't. <laughs> it's flesh. It's a flesh-coloured suitcase. Go watch Matt Ford on tour. Get there early. <laughs> see him dragging down the street a suitcase that is the colour of human flesh. I mean, it's a good job it's not the colour of my flesh because I have terrible eczema and it would have <laughs> awful scars on. Maybe less weird. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. <laughs> We've just had an incredible conversation yeah, in here <laughs> that has blown Chris Skull's mind. Now, yeah. I know this is a niche reference, but just bear with me. <laughs> we were talking about Tony Benn, the Labour politician from yesteryear, and we were talking about Hillary Benn. And I told you, didn't I, Chris? I said, well, Hillary Benn is Tony Benn's son. Yeah. And you didn't know this. I had no idea. It's absolutely blown my mind. Like, I had no idea that Hillary <laughs> Benn is the son of Tony Benn. Now, th- I know for a lot of you, this may be news anyway, so there you go. Um, I'm the one who's broken it to you. I hope you're dealing with this new world in which you live. But, Chris, you do follow politics quite closely, so yeah. I'm slightly surprised that you didn't know. But look at their politics. Hillary Benn and Tony Benn's politics are so far apart, I never imagined for a second. But they look kind of similar. You know, well, I thought, when I described Hillary, I, I actually forgot Hillary Ben's name for a second. I said, the guy who looks like the demon headmaster. <laughs> you mean Hillary Ben? Yes, I mean Hillary Ben. But I, I just, I said to Will, it's like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's exactly that. Same mind-blowing plot twist. So, have you, fa- what have you found out for the first time this week? Text us on 8, 12, 15. It yeah. could be anything, it could be big or small. Tell, I want to know you know, sons, daughters, famous people, like nobody knows the familiar familial connection. It could be anything. Anything that you've found out for the first time this yeah, week, text on 8, 12, 15. I'll tell you what I found out this week. Gargling with salt water, if you've got um, a, a gum infection or you think you're about to get one, yeah. it's better than gargling with any mouthwash, apparently. Um, what about that? Yeah, coarser deal. That's better good. than that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I went to the dentist with a gum infection and he said, you're better off gargling with salt water. So there you, there you go. go. There you go. Add it to the list. Another Salt revelation. Salt better than Corsadil. Hillary Benz, Tony Benz's son. <laughs> what have you found out this week? Text us on 8 12, 15. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I mean, what's incredible is people are texting us on 8 12, 15, and you can do that too if you want to be part of this fun. And it's all stuff I didn't know. Yeah, this is great. This is great. This is a real educational piece we're putting together here. Inform, entertain, educate. It's like uh, Lord Reith's grand vision for Absolute Radio. He says, I found out today that in the Black Eyed Peas, Where Is The Love, Justin Timberlake sings the chorus. Oh, I knew that. Oh, did you? What? Will Short didn't know. Producer Will didn't know that. No idea. How did you know that? It sounds like him. It sounds exactly like him, you maniac. Hillary Benn sounds like Tony Benn, but you made the connection, did you? Come on. I can't believe this. These revelations are out of this world. I'm 33 years old, and I've just found out that Eric is uh, the shortened version of Frederick. No. Or is, is Fred? It, uh, Hang on, isn't it Fred? I'm not having that. Really? That's Frederick uh, Cantona? I'm not having that. You know what? It was only a few years ago I realised Liam was short for William. 
Gallagher is William Gallagher. His name is William? Yeah, yeah. That's, that is fascinating. I see, you don't want to admit. You know, the problem with this is, because Will of the Tony we... Ben thing, you don't want to admit now. You're like, well, no, I can't cede any ground. You're such an I, I alpha. Just want, no, I just wanted to check. There's something, we just had a conversation, another astonishing thing. Big Mo in EastEnders, right? You, like the producer Will mentioned this, but I did know it. Big Mo, Big Mo Harris, yeah. the actress that plays her, <laughs> Is the he? She's the sister of Gary Oldman. Yeah, I love how hard you. You explain that so badly. <laughs> Big Mo, right? Big Mo from EastEnders. She is her brother. So Gary Oldman is Big Mo. You like mate, the brother and sister. It's the because easiest it's thing. Astonishing. I can't really. My mouth doesn't believe the words. Oh, if only more people in politics had that same reflection. <laughs> Text us on 812.15. What have you just found out that's blown your mind? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. A mega goal in the championship. Chris Skull. Let's go to the city ground. Nottingham Forest 1, Reading 0. Unbelievable scenes. Blackpool 1, Swansea City 0 as well. And Glory Hunters. Bromley, they're in the quarter-final of the <laughs> FA Trophy. And they're 1-0 down to oh. Solihull Moors. Oh, no. I need this. The cup is exciting. We need them to progress really bad. <laughs> we don't. You don't need me to tell you that. The way it's going there, that means we'll be sporting Solihull Moors next week for go- oh, Glory yeah. Hunters. I thought you were going to tell me Reading and equalised then. No, no. no. I mean, we're talking about things we've just found out that have blown our mind. Forest 1-0 up after the first minute. Nottingham, by the way, playing host to two major events today. Forest Reading in the Championship and then Lee Wood defending his world title tonight, uh, his world flyweight title at the Nottingham Arena. And Lee Wood is going to be joining us on the show. Exciting. About half an hour. We're going to be chatting to him at half time. Um, Now, things you've found out this week that have blown your mind. Text us on 8-12-15. Someone here... (laughs) says, I found out that Sting sings I Want My MTV on Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. I knew that already. Did you know that, Chris? No. (laughs) No? It's on Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. I want my MTV. That's... That's Sting. Uh, Yeah, it does sound like him. No, it is him. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is. That definitely is him. Uh, Yeah. Right. I love how you be, the Harry Ben thing's really hanging up. You know what? You're like a goalkeeper. You've got to get over the fact you let that one in. You've got to move on to the next. Yeah, I know. Do you know this one? You know, Arcade Fire, Reflector. No, there's that bit in it that goes, oh, no, 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 Resurrector. That's David Bowie. Do we Ooh, know that? No. Oh, there but, you go. Oh, now who's got the facts, 40? <laughs> Can I tell you why I didn't know that? Because I'm not aware of that song. Because it's an ob- if you pick obscure songs. Reflector no- is not obscure. It was the title track. It was the lead track of the, the first single off the album. The... <laughs> no, how rattled you are! Not as big as Money for Nothing by Dire Straits, is it? Uh, maybe not. This has become needlessly <laughs> tense between us. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. In news that may send shivers down the spine of Manchester United or indeed Chelsea fans, Conor McGregor this week the UFC guy, who said that he would like to buy either Manchester United or Chelsea. I'm presuming he would head a consortium. But surely, I mean, even given the current climate and some of the people that do own football clubs in this country, <laughs> Conor McGregor would still be a terrible option for owning your club. Well, c- could he pull together a consortium? He's not like, I can't imagine him having that many friends. He's so He feels so argumentative. Oh, the board meetings. <laughs> 
Can you imagine the board meetings with Conor McGregor? Oh, my God. Yes, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're the chair. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Throw a bin at me. What? Um, so, I, I just find him, and obviously I would never say this to his face. Don't tell yeah, him. Because he, he is good at fighting. He's very good at fighting. Um, don't, please don't anyone tell him. But I think he's possibly the most annoying man alive. Uh, yeah. I'd struggle to think of someone more annoying. In fact, well, I'll tell you what, text us on 81215. Who is the most annoying person you know? Or what is it that someone you know does that drives you mad? I've got a mate. Now, this sounds so small, but you know, it's often the small things that drive you mad. He does that thing where instead of just telling me a story and saying, I've got to tell you this, here you go. He'll do that thing where he'll force me to ask about it. <laughs> so he'll like, he'll like dangle and then... Uh, purely out of manners. So he'll say something like, um, oh, yeah, um, Paul's got that thing. And I'll go, he's making me ask about it. And I'll let the silence live a bit. He doesn't say anything. i go, oh, what's going on with Paul? He'll go, it's funny you ask, actually. And I'm like, why? Don't make me. You're abusing yeah. me in the conversation there. You're using me like, you know the way people use the hoardings in Five Aside? You're using me just to bounce. I'm just a bit, I'm just yeah. a plank of wood <laughs> at the edge of AstroTurf and you're just belting the ball at me purely to get it back. Rather than just saying, I'm going to give this to you. Could, could you just, yeah, say. just to say it. Oh, I've got to tell you something. Yeah. I can't stand, I, I don't know why it annoys me so much. People who can't tell stories properly, it drives me mad. <laughs> you know, people get lost in like small detail. Yeah. Well, they go, oh, I've got to tell you this. Yeah. Well, firstly, they go, oh, we're Paul. Yeah. And then they go, oh, yeah, yeah. So on Tuesday, right? Uh, no, it wasn't Tuesday. <laughs> no, it was Wednesday. You're like, that so... doesn't change the story at all. Am I just impatient? It doesn't matter. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Okay. But my mind, I used to work with a guy years ago. I'd sit opposite him. He would take his shoes and socks off in the office. <laughs> people who take their shoes and socks off in the office. What is wrong with people? Oh, that is appalling. Disgusting. Just walk around with barefoot on the carpet <clears throat> at work. You don't want to see this. Oh, well, smell What's it. What's wrong with people? Smell it. How what? are these people brought up? But you know when they go into like the kitchen, doesn't they? Don't their feet stick to the yeah, line? Or getting like breadcrumbs on their feet and then sat and stretching out under the desk. So his feet, his bare feet, are always coming across. To my side of the desk. This is disgusting. Um, but text us on 8 12 15. Oh. What do you hate about your fellow man? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. This is such a good topic. What do people do that drives you mad? What's the most annoying thing that people do? You don't even have to know the people. I, take, I mean, this is... I certainly, I've assimilated as a Londoner. People who walk too slowly. I'm sorry. Oh, I and can't. people who just stop. They're walking down and they'll just stop in the middle. You're in London, mate. Go over to one side. People who get to the top of an escalator, that's what drives me mad. A top of, like on the tube, where it's like a thousand foot escalator, yeah. and then stop. You're like, this is a machine that is carrying other people <laughs> and delivering them to the exact spot where you are stood. What do you think is going to happen? Dawdlers, Matt. Dawdlers. People who get on the bus and don't have the money ready. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> what did you think? You know what? I am, I'm ultra, right? I basically walk around like I'm drinking coffee all day. I've noticed, I've got a habit now where I get my keys out when I'm at the end of my road because I'm already ready to put the key in the door. Yeah. I'm not always thinking three or four steps ahead. <laughs> yeah, like, like Teddy Sheringham, yard in the head. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I guess me being ready to go into my front door is the equivalent of what he did in the 1999 <laughs> Champions League final. <laughs> Texas on 8-12-15. It doesn't even have to be someone you know, but what are the habits of the general public that drive you mad? Now, I generally like people. I would not say I was misanthropic at all, but you know when you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, my God. 
People on trains who play loud music. But you know what? People who don't have their phone on silent. Yeah. Phones should just be on silent all the time. If you miss a call, ring them back. I, ding, ding, ding. On the train to the studio, there was a kid listening to, like, Garage or something. He was just listening to Garage it. or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Modern fair, music. I don't think a kid has listened to Garage in at least 20 years. <laughs> no, it but, can't have been a kid. It. it can't have been a kid. <laughs> it must have been Bon Jovi or whatever the kids are listening to these days. <laughs> but he was listening on speaker. Put some headphones in. Oh. You know what? It's when parents have a kid as well as like playing on an iPad on like some noisy game and just like don't acknowledge the fact that they've disrupted either the whole yeah. restaurant or the whole carriage. <laughs> Stick a pair of headphones in. Is it that hard? Is it that hard? <laughs> <sighs> and breathe. Text me on 812.15. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. I think we should make it clear that we do like people. This is <laughs> this is in the context of saying we are loving, caring society and we love our fellow men and women and um, that is the context in which this is contained. But some of those people that we love and respect do very annoying things, Chris. Yes, totally. Um, <laughs> got some texts here. People who don't say thank you when you yes. hold a door for them. Oh, that's from Leanne. Don't you know, like just yeah. politeness, basic manners, Matt. Basic manners. I mean, you just think. I always go, no worries, mate. Yeah. Did you make eye contact? Yeah, no worries, mate. And they go, oh, well, I'm uh, sorry. I'm literally holding. I don't know who you are, and I have smoothed your passage <laughs> out of sheer manners. And you have gone. I'm not going to bother saying thanks. When you move out of the way for a runner and they don't thank you, you're like, you're not important, mate. You're not Mo Farah. <laughs> You're some bloke off the estate. Show me some respect. Uh, I had an awkward... I sound like a man who's losing it, don't I? <laughs> but on a similar note, I was walking down my road earlier and I saw my postman, but he was quite far down the street. And as he was getting close to me, I was like, oh, I'll say hello. So I kind of engaged him, but he started looking down. So I went, oh, well, I won't say hello. And then he said hello. <sighs> Oh, no, that's tricky. And then, so he might be thinking, oh, that's rude. Say hello to your postman when you walk past him, but I completely bottled it. Scully's changed since he got an absolute... <laughs> well, he used to chat to me all the time. I have an amazing postman called Dave, and we have a, we chat a lot. What? What do you mean, what? What's your problem now? You see, you're the one the with the problem. You, the thing is about, why do you hate postman? No, why no, do you hate our way of life? I just wonder how you're meeting your postman, because the thing is about... Well, he comes your, to my door most days. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is about where you live, Matt, it's kind of set up like an old people's home, isn't it? <laughs> Like, I I don't, is, is the, does the postman put the post through your door? Because actually, there's a lot of there's a lot of gates to get through to get there. It's just a strange sort of block of flats, basically. <laughs> Old people's home. You're so cheeky. But I do have an individual front door. So yes, if well, I'll, I'll explain it. Right, <laughs> if, if the letter is small enough to get through the letterbox, they post it through that. If not, they knock the door. Right. Right. Okay. But yeah. how's it getting in? Because it's kind of like a complex. You just it? go through the gate. Like, mate, there's nothing wrong with you. You're making me sound like I've gone mad and I'm living in a retirement village or something. Which I'm there sure would be nothing wrong with. I'm sure there's a young, vibrant community there, but it does give an aura. Of... <laughs> See, this is what annoys me about people. People who make you feel like you live in an old people's home. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Half time around the grounds at the moment, but get in touch eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> Either with things that you didn't know until this week that have blown your mind, and we've had an incredible one, Chris. Hey, hey, boys! Epic show as ever. <laughs> this is from Louise in Stoke. Hi, uh, Louise. Uh, she says, "I'm very sh- ashamed to admit, but I didn't know vodka made gin. How didn't I know this? I've just been bought a gin making kit for my forty eighth birthday. I asked why there were two bottles of vodka in the box. I don't even drink vodka. How do I not know this? But does uh, it?" 
Does no, vodka make gin? No, it doesn't. I vodka thought, does not make gin. Gin is a different. Googled it, but that's not true. <laughs> I think vodka is made from like either grain or you can make it from potatoes. Yes, can't yeah, you? potatoes, famously. Yeast. Yeah. Whereas, isn't gin from juniper berries? That's what. That's my understanding. That is Chris Skull's understanding. <laughs> and, and, and you're an expert in the field, right, Chris? You wouldn't, you wouldn't mouth off on the radio if I've you weren't totally sure. I've got access to the internet right here. I could find out, but I won't. We're just going to go on my hunch. Well, We're... text us 8-12-15. Does vodka make gin? I don't think it does. No, I don't think it does. I've got, I've got to read this out. An amazing fact that I, I certainly didn't know. We've had a few uh, different uh, tweets in. I want to find this one. Where is it? This is from... Uh, I am worried, I'm... by the way, about Louise and Stoke, because that gin-making kit... Obviously, isn't a gin making kit if it's got vodka in it. <laughs> well, they just swapped it out. <gasps> They've regifted it. They've regifted it. They've regifted it. Topped it back up. Here's the truth. This is from Chris. <gasps> Did you know this, Matt? Chris Morgan has t- uh, tweeted in. He said, "Now, in the film Titanic." The, the Titanic ship did sink in real life, but the story of Jack and Rose was made up. <laughs> and the old lady at the end with a necklace, just an actress. No. Yeah. Whoa. Well, mind blown. Well, blindly. I um, I've got a bit of coal that was on the Titanic. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I bought it at the exhibition when it came to the O2. And what does everyone else in the old people's home think? About? <laughs> oh, don't you dare! Don't you dare! This is real, isn't it? <laughs> oh no. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the halftime entertainment. We are delighted to be joined by a very special guest. He's fighting to retain his world flyweight title tonight in Nottingham. It's the amazing Lee Lethal Wood. Lee, how's preparation going? Fantastic, mate. Um, it's been hard, though. Extremely hard, you know. Blood's been shed. Um, a lot of tears as well when things won't go quite right and, you know, you just want to win, so... Emotionally, you know, I've put everything into this camp to get the win over the line in my own city. Oh, man, we've, we're absolutely convinced you're going to do it. Obviously, have been following it all week with the weigh-in and the press conference, and it got a bit tasty with Conlon. I mean, he, he was giving you a lot of abuse. I'm amazed at how calm you are when he's screaming in your face. How do you keep so cool? There's a time to fight, and it's not at the weigh-in when you're making weight and, and you're a bit drained. Let him have his little moment in the sun, you know, let him... Let him have his little 15 minutes of fame because on fight night, you know, that's when the punches start, start landing and start coming thick and fast. Oh, oh ma- love it. We're so proud of you. Everyone in the country wants you to win. Obviously, everyone in Nottingham really loves you. It's a big <laughs> day in Nottingham today because Forrester are at home and then people are going to the fight. Are you slightly worried yeah. that there's going to be, um, you know, a lot of people <laughs> there who aren't going to remember it? <laughs> yeah, well, if they start drinking too early, a lot of them might not even make it. But uh, <laughs> you know, they're sensible. Um, you know, it's, it's forest reading at home, so hopefully, you know, the pace itself and um, enjoy the night and there's no trouble. And then what do you do? So between now and the fight, like, I mean, I guess you obviously have to warm up and stuff, but you're just watching telly, you're trying to distract yourself, what are you doing? Yeah, I've just said that I was laid down. Um, I'm going to be going for some food and then um, pretty much it's just the waiting game, getting everything together, um, getting my mind right, and over to the arena and start getting my hands up, switching on, and before you know it, I'll be in there, it's time to go to work. And what sort of food? Like Wagamama's, Nando's? <laughs> no, no. Um, a friend's restaurant called Dino's. Very nice place. Little, little uh, cocktail bar. Little food. Very, really nice food as well. I normally go there um, when I'm in Nottingham and I'm fighting. So um, it's, it's food that you can trust. Mate, I'm, Dino's, it's an Italian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a well-known Italian restaurant, that. 
Well, it's getting a lot of national coverage now, anyway, so uh, I'm not sure what our official advertiser is going to make of this. Lee, good luck tonight, mate. The whole of the country is behind you. We're so proud of you, and we're absolutely convinced you're going to win. Wicked, guys. Thanks for that, and I'll get the job done, no problem. Yes, Great. you red. You red. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Second halves are now underway. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Skull. Now, we had a message in from someone, Lisa in Stoke, I think. Yeah. Who'd Louise got, in Stoke. Louise. I'm so sorry, Louise. And Lisa in Stoke, we're not talking about <laughs> you. I'm so sorry. Stand down, Lisa in Stoke. In fact, if you are Lisa listening in Stoke, do give us a text, 81215, let us know how you're doing. Um, and if you think gin is made with vodka or not, people are getting in touch on this, Chris. Yeah, they are. And, uh, well, some, some people are saying that gin is vodka-based and becomes gin when the botanicals are added. Uh, Emmeline in Pembrokeshire says vodka can make gin, but someone else has said that gin is made with a neutral spirit like vodka in gin-making kits, but if you go buy gin from the shop, it isn't made with vodka. Okay, so the gin-making kits, then, are basically... They're cheating. (laughs) Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, it's not real gin. I mean, what would that be like getting a HelloFresh box and they're going, oh, it's a spag bowl, but it's, you know, a bowl of shreddies. (laughs) And with some a ketchup. Sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, what? Yeah. Oh, no, Spagwell's different in the wild. You're like, what? Gin surely is made. It's root um, ingredient. It's juniper berries. <gasps> That's reminded me. When I had a real job, we used to go to this pub for lunch and they had different sausages every day. I remember having the pork, juniper berry and gin sausage and it's one of the best sausages I've ever had. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? A you know, gin sausage? You know, like a gin sausage? Just a, just a hint. It wasn't like full that of gin. I didn't gross. bite into it and like it popped full of gin. It would just, it would just you know, been in the pork. The pork had been in the gin. Uh, just, just, those two things don't, don't go together. Okay, red wine in a spag bowl. Uh, yeah, fine. Ale red in wine. a steak and ale pie. Then why I are you so close You know what? I've never believed that ale is actually in a steak and ale pie. What do you mean you've not believed? Has anyone ever bit into a steak and ale pie and gone, can we really taste the ale in this? Well, look, steak Rubbish. is a strong... No. <laughs> but you don't think we're being lied to, dear. <laughs> I don't believe there's any ale in a steak and ale pie. I'm prepared to die on this I hill. can't believe what you're coming ale? out with this what stuff. Ale? What, have you ever bit into a steak and ale pie? God, oh, very, I can really get the ale here. You can, the richness is in there. Firstly, I can tell you two precisely. One, Thiexton's, <laughs> which I definitely take. You can smell it when you cut into the shortcrust pastry. But the hot ale in a, with meat, you can, the ale taste is gone. I, I just think, I don't think that's actually true. I think this is a conspiracy that I'm launching right now. Oh, my word. I can't believe we've become a platform for misinformation and filth about why do you hate our way of life? Steak and Alpine is part of this nation's history. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm well, sure. look, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Are you with Chris Gold? Do you think there is ale in a steak and Alpine? I think there is. I, because I just don't think we're being lied to in that way. Have you ever had a gin sausage? Or is Matt making it up? No, I've really had... Oh, mate, don't... Do this sort of... You're trying to just undermine faith in democracy, and it's not healthy. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Something annoyed you this week? Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roys will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. Okay, this question has come from Steve Finch. He says, uh, Roy, 
All these subscription TV channels, are they any good? Or should we just stop and stick to radio? Oh, here we go. Spirit's very strong tonight. Very strong, very strong. Oh, watch them there. Oh. What's going on with all this subscription oh. TV? I can't be doing with it. You know, back in the day, you get your TV license, and that was all you needed, right? And, and you get all your channels from that. And, and you got this inflation of all your different platforms now to call it. I mean, for me, a platform's where you get your train from. People <laughs> saying, "What platform's it on?" <laughs> Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever. Well, platform number five, and it's made up of you know five carriages and first classes at the front or whatever you know, yes there is a trolley service on there I know people saying oh you gotta have Netflix for this and Amazon Prime for that and Disney Plus for this and what's the other one there's another one out there <laughs> Now TV or Sky <laughs> don't get me wrong Sky Sports is great great football coverage <laughs> worth paying for in my opinion it's great pundits on there yeah there's some good ones some of the not so good ones but <laughs> you know I can't I can't believe you gotta be forking out all this money you know I look at my my, my bank account I'm like hello a minute I'm paying 100 quid a month for the Sky. Then I'm 50 quid here, 30 quid there. I'm probably getting ripped off by the sound of things. <laughs> All to watch what? One box set? I spend most of my time on Netflix going through it, going, I've seen that, I've seen that, I don't want to see that. That's rubbish. For 15.99 a month or whatever it is. So I don't think it's worth it. I, I just think, you know, get your Sky Sports. Obviously, you need that. But just get free view. And I think the radio's better. I really do. I think there's some good stuff on the radio. A lot. There's good guys out there. You know, I think rock and roll, football, and absolute radio is probably the best show there is at the moment. You know, and I said that to a lot of the guys. But you know, you can't, I, I don't know. I, I, all the charge because where does this end? Then you're paying for the individual show, and you, you know, you got Netflix, and you got to buy The Sopranos or, or whatever else is on there. And then you're just paying money. You know what? You're basically going back to it. You know, people on my street when I was growing up used to have a meter on the side of the telly. You put a quid in there, or the damn thing would turn off. That's what we're going back to now. You've got to keep pumping money into Netflix. Sat there with a QR code on your phone. Spend most time paying for the telly than you do watching it. <laughs> well, is any of it really that good? Uh, the bromance you share with Michael Richards is worth every penny of my subscription. Yeah, get that on ITV, though, with the, with the internationals, you know what I mean? If you really want to watch it, or, you know, look, yeah, OK, look, I'm saying, pay for the sky. I don't know where I'm going here. <laughs> where the hell am I from? Be Patrick Guilty. <laughs> I thought it was more in David Tremble. But anyway, look, I, I think pay for the sports. I think they're worth it. I think the rest of it. I mean, sometimes, you know. And then you got this thing on Amazon Prime. Pay extra to watch the premiere. You're like, I'm already paying for the subscription. I'm going to pay extra on top of that. I'm spending a fortune just watching telly. Imagine back in the day on ITV, they'd say, right, pay a fiver now to watch Catchphrase. Extra three <laughs> quid to watch the A-Team. I'd have done it, because I like Catchphrase in the A-Team. You know, I'd have paid through the nose to watch Blind Day on a Saturday night, let alone The Incredible Hulk. Didn't have made a fortune out of me back in the day. But, you know... I'd. I don't know. I, ju- I just think it's getting. T- you know, what's the next platform going to be? Imagine Absolute Radio start doing that. Oh, we got the Absolute Radio platform now. You got to pay to listen. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be worth it. It's the only <laughs> radio station I'd pay to listen to. Pay- I can't a bit. No hassle now. No, but I almost did play for Newcastle. I was in late, and I remember seeing a new old man. I said, "It's Caddy Newman." Oh, I'm on Netflix and Amazon Prime. Like. <laughs> i got to be honest with you, Chris. I think this is the worst one of this I've ever done. <laughs> I think I've offended every region in the British Isles. I, I think it's best I just shuffle off now. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Amazing. 
Gallagher goal in the championship. Yes, at the city ground, Nottingham Forest 2, Reading 0. The good run continues. In the Premier League, Brentford 0, Burnley 0 still. And do you want to know what's happening in the FA Trophy quarter-final? Bromley have gone 2-1 up against Solihull. Come on! Come on, boys! We were 1-0 down. We Behind last time. Behind, yeah. <gasps> They've pulled it back. They're now in front. The semi-final beckons for Bromley. So Shelley has got in touch and said, "There's definitely ale in a steak and ale pie." Yeah. Uh, you don't get it any clearer than that. <laughs> I may have to accept it at this rate. I think you've got to. Anne in Nottingham says, I've been making steak and ale pie for years. And yes, it contains ale. It makes for a far more rich gravy. <laughs> P.S. Come on, you Reds. <laughs> How, what I don't understand is. Talk me through your suspicion. I guess it's because the ale, the taste of the ale must blend so seamlessly with the meat and the pastry that it's not distinctive enough to tell it apart. Or we can't rule out that I do not have a cultured palate. <laughs> I, I would, well, I think that, again, is almost like a distraction because for not appreciating a steak and ale pie, I wouldn't say that you were necessarily uncultured. I wouldn't say, oh, you philistine. You don't understand the subtleties of a steak and ale pie. But obviously ale adds... It goes well with meat, yeah. doesn't it? It's got a beefy, yeah. rich vibe as red wine has in a spag bowl. But do, you, do you know, um, I always have a steak... Like, I will prefer to pick a steak and ale pie, but what's happened to the steak and kidney pie? Is it out of fashion now? I don't yes. feel like you see it anymore. It is and out also, of fashion. pretty gross. I, I think kidney, and I know older <laughs> listeners will perhaps not agree yeah, with me. Your neighbours. Yeah. I think it... <laughs> you swan. <laughs> It <laughs> smells bad. Kidney reeks. I used to eat steak and kidney pie until I twigged. Oh, they mean kidney. It's not like kidney I, beans. It, did you think? Yeah, I thought kidney beans. Something like that. Not Kid- actual kidney. <laughs> um, but you know what steak is, right? You know, it's meat from an animal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, that's what makes me laugh about black pudding. People go, "Oh god, oh, black pudding is blood." Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, but you have no problem with the sausages." <laughs> Yeah, I went off black pudding for a few years when I found out what it was, but then I came back, yeah. I returned. I think, I like, I'm like, I'm actually fine with this. I think that's what stuff. happens. I think people get put off by the fact that it's blood, and then they think about it, and then one night they go, actually, is that as disgusting as I thought it was? No, now I crave it. Now I need it in my life. <laughs> a really good black pudding, you can't beat it. No, yeah, really rich, like proper <gasps> meaty black, uh, black pudding. Yeah. Black pudding in a pie would be great. A, a steak and black pudding well, No? That is we can't agree on anything. I'm you trying to meet You can't cut into a pie and be greeted by some black stuff. <laughs> like, what? That's the thing about pie, pie. And there's an element of surprise in a pie. You don't want to yes. cut it. You like, if you had black pudding in a pie, people would be alarmed. Well, not if you told them. If you bought the black pudding pie and then you're alarmed, that's on you, pal. What about uh, white pudding? You heard that? No, I haven't, but I'd love to. You're against <laughs> that night, as well, are you? The night is young. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, that brings us to the end. Scully, it's always such a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. Loved it. Thanks for having me, Matt. Always a pleasure, although you casting aspersions on the great British steak and alpine. I've learnt so much today. My head is bursting with knowledge. Well, Jimmy Whiddle. Is that a real name, <laughs> do you think? Is that real? <laughs> Jimmy Whiddle. That's Cotney Rhyme's stat slang for a wee-wee, isn't it? I thought that was Jimmy Riddle. Uh, maybe. Maybe you can't pronounce his R's. <laughs> but surely he could overtake. Anyway, so Jimmy Whittle here. I work in a factory where we make steak and ale pies for a couple of big supermarkets. They do have ale in. Either proper job or IPAs. Uh, OK. So what do you say to that? Is that... Do you think they've got a pipe of it going in or is he just going off down the, down Tesco's and just getting a couple of pies and just pouring them in? Does it matter? <laughs> 
Does it matter to you? Why are you... T- uh, I, I just can't taste it. I can't taste the ale. I well, struggle. Get in touch with Chris Skull on Twitter because I think you need to have a proper steak and ale pie. Yeah. And I'm sure there's someone out there. What is it? At CJ Skull. That's the one. Tweet him now. Send him a steak and ale pie. Make a recommendation. <laughs> See you next week. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Okay. I just want to check. <laughs> you do accept that Hilary Benn is Tony Benn's son? Yeah, I accept that. And uh, Big Mo, the sister of Gary Oldman, yeah. accept that. And little Mo, daughter of Big Mo, except that too. Okay, good. So that's all. We've got that in the bank. You've got that. That's, that's safe. Yours. Is gin made from vodka? Uh, I think the answer to that is actually it depends. <sighs> that's but... not. I need black and white answers. <laughs> I can't be doing with nuance at this time of day. I think the answer is no. Yeah, I think real gin. Technically, the answer is probably no, but it does seem like it's not clear. And steak and ale pies. Yeah. People insist there is ale. I can't have all the things. I just think you never, I've never tasted it. But you know when you add alcohol to a dish, some of the alcohol gets burnt off, obviously, because otherwise people would be getting leathered eating a spag bowl. But am I meant to be eating steak and ale pie and, go, and tasting beer? It just adds a richness, <laughs> but it adds a rich base note. Yeah. It complements the meat. It gives it that stronger, richer flavour in the gravy. Right, the, the thing is, I think you've lost all authority since you turned up with a human flesh-coloured suitcase. No! So, <sighs> I can't believe we've gone back to talking about the suitcase. I felt <laughs> like we made such progress in the last three hours. Oh, well, I'm going to wheel this thing off. Do you think I'm going to get abuse for it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Especially dear. Now. So if anyone's listened to this show and now they see it, they'll go, wow, that really does look like human flesh. <laughs> Please leave us a five-star review, hit subscribe, and don't mention my suitcase, please. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.